ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we want to thank you all for tuning into our podcast, the Sports Plebes. I'm Nate Dar, joined as always by my co-host Joe Tindler. We've got a lot to go over today. It's been a very long time, Joe. Too long, honestly. How are how are you this evening, sir? I'm good. I'm good. If this was like a pregnancy, we had a whole trimester, I guess, without a podcast. Uh, a lot has happened. I think most significantly, I got Zelda Breath of the Wild for Nintendo Switch, and that is an awesome game. I also had a new baby. Um, he's awesome as well. But yeah, we. I mean, we we last talked in January, so we've had the brunt of winter to go through. We've had new life in spring. We're about to come up on Easter. It's getting warmer outside. Got the grill out. Got the basketball hoop rocking. Kids' sports are starting. It's probably fall is the best time of the year, but it's probably the second best time of the year. How are you, Mister Dar? Oh, I'm good, Joe. Same. We just had uh, Aria's first t-ball practice yesterday. Actually, fun. I'm not coaching this year. Thank God. I'm going to take a year off. I'm not retired. You know, I'm like Sean. Just Payton. snacks this year. Only snacks. Yeah. Yes. I might like bark at people in the dugout, sort of thing, unofficially. <laughs> but um, yeah. No. Uh, and uh, yeah, like you said, you know, it's finally getting warmer. It has been been a really long time, man. NFL free agency's rocking and rolling. We got a. Uh, NBA playoff. Well, it's it's not the playoffs, actually. I don't think these stats actually technically exist, but you know, the winnings we've had on the playing game. <laughs> right. I don't think they count for like contract incentives. They're just the, the lost games. I don't I don't get it. They don't, yeah, there's no like record of them. It's like a separate thing. It's like Tatum had 50 points, I think, last year, and it's just like that just doesn't count. Just doesn't doesn't mean anything. <laughs> ridiculous and i who knows if the celtics will ever be in another playing game with him you know it doesn't seem like they would be he's a pretty good player whatever it's good it's it's great though it is a it's a this i agree you know between march madness you know you after you wrap up football there's like this little break we got baseball starting again though the lockout ended since the last time we've talked i mean like where do you yeah. uh where do you want to start, man? I mean, it's, you know, we could, t- I said we can maybe just touch on the Super Bowl real quick, kind of our thoughts on everything. Uh, the Rams went in, you know, Stafford, major redemption story. I just saw AT&T commercial that I, it's, it's kind of funny. It's like all over the place with him where he talks about trading in his phone of 14 mm-hmm. years. How it'll always, he'll never forget it. It'll always be special to him or something. He turns the camera and winks. I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's like, you know, cute nod to, Lions fans that are just weeping, I'm sure, right now. So, hey, how, how much March Madness did you watch? That commercial had to play like 20 times during March Madness. Were you were you checked out? Be honest. No, no, I watched. Uh, I said I would say I watched pretty much every game from the Sweet 16 on. Probably, you know, the first the first weekend actually was the first nice weekend, so I feel like I was outside with the girls a bunch, and I didn't. Um, didn't do it didn't watch as much but no i'd say i watched right. most of the tournament the national championship game i'm not gonna lie they started at like 9 30 eastern time yeah so yeah no we're skipping ahead though I, i'm just giving you a hard time yeah the i i mean from the earlier rounds of the playoffs i think there was a few things obviously the cowboys disappoint again lose to the 49ers kind of a theme with 49ers games they uh the 49ers packers games it kind of reminded me of the the Pat Dillingham Notre Dame Boston College game where you just lose to an inferior team in the most aggravating way. I think punt return for a touchdown. Uh, I, I do realize I'm comparing Aaron Rodgers to Pat Dillingham here, but uh, other than that, it fits pretty well. Uh, I think the best game of the playoffs you'd have to say was the the Buffalo KC game. That's going to change overtime rules forever. Josh Allen never gets a look at the ball. It was awesome. Arrowhead, 42-36. That was the best one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely by far. That was a classic playoff game. And like you said, it changed changed the landscape of the NFL because it made everybody, you know, America's sweetheart, Josh Allen, didn't get to touch the football, so therefore we have to alter (laughs) rules, which, like, I would love to – you know, nobody's gone back and gone through the stat of how many times Peyton Manning lost to Tom Brady because he didn't get to touch the ball in overtime. And and I would just – just saying. Just, you know. At least twice. Yeah, I would say. You know, just off the top of my head, but I, I don't know, honestly, my, I guess I, I'm okay with it. You know, it is going to add an extra and they're only doing it 
the playoffs. Is that true or is that not true? That is that true. Idea. Yeah. So that so ties are still still an, an option. And then yeah, if you just get the if you get a touchdown in your first possession, you win the game in the regular season. Yep. Yep. I love the uh, the Steelers proposal. I think it was, oh, or God. maybe it was the Titans. The tight the Titans were involved in it. I know. Sure. Um, and it was that if you score the touchdown, you have the option to go for two points in the in the auto dub. But if you miss okay. the two point conversion, the other team can score a touchdown and just kick an extra point, and they go home and win. And it just added this okay. fascinating wrinkle to it because it was like also it would really that would really make coaches think like do I want the ball first I I think I do but what if the other team scores and then you know it, it's yeah. just like yeah yeah you really it really would uh would it would add that extra extra wrinkle that I think would be interesting if we're gonna just change the rules if we're going crazy <laughs> you know? so um get off my lawn no. Um, I, I like it because it does mean that like, it won't be something where it does feel, it did feel as weird as it is. It's not like I have any rooting interest in Josh Allen or anything like that. It did feel unjust in that moment that he did everything he possibly could to win that game. Yeah. And then yeah. it got taken from him, but that's, that's how it goes. You know, it, like it I, happens. Like think about the, like the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowls, the Seahawks defense did everything they could. And then Russell Wilson throws an interception on the one yard line. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's not always fair. That's why we love it. Crazy things happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, it was, it was, a, it was a, it was a good game. We uh, actually uh, crazy story about that, which I know that was so long ago now. But we were going on vacation. Alicia managed to book that flight. I think mm-hmm. last week talked. I was very upset about it. Well, like every other flight in America, it seems like during that, <laughs> uh, it got canceled. Yes. So he was quite unhappy. I was. Uh, cuddling with the girls and she was frantically angrily on the phone trying to figure out what our next move was and I kind of pretty much got to watch most of the game myself so it was uh it was good it was, it was entertaining it wasn't it wasn't up to you know the standard of I think a pa- couple of the past couple Super Bowls we've really had mm. um and it wasn't nearly as bad as the Rams Pats Super Bowl the first Rams Super Bowl that was oh, that was man. That was a real stinker. But Seahawks, um, Broncos. Yeah, there's been some bad ones. So yeah, I think it was above average, but not amazing. Um, and then there's kind of the funny thing following up on the the overtime KC Bills game. Sorry, I keep going back. There's just so many games I want to talk about, Nate. I'm just bringing back such good memories of of football, and we still had it. Um, remember the KC uh, Bengals game went to overtime. KC gets the ball first. You think it's an exact repeat of the week before? You're still in Arrowhead. But the Bengals' defense comes up big, and they end up winning that game with a field goal. Yeah, Mahomes was concussed. Something I don't something know. was wrong with that boy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I or he just I I don't know what happened. They must have like where, how they found his Achilles heel and what it was. They they did something to him. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes play like that. Right, and, and it wasn't like it wasn't like the Bucks Super Bowl where he was constantly under pressure. Like he had time. He was just making awful decisions or couldn't make the throws it was it was bizarre it is bizarre and now they traded uh tyree hill reloaded yes. on a draft picks but um they did re-sign juju smith schuster i saw that they still have travis kelsey you know you'd like to think there's going to be some guys that step up for them and they still have patrick mahomes at the end of the day anybody that wants to blaspheme patrick mahomes at any point you know whether it was last season during the you know just I just think it's ridiculous. I mean, this guy has only shown himself to be awesome every year. What is it like four or five straight years? They've been to the AFC mm-hmm. game. I think it is like that. Yep. And it felt like that's, that's, we're getting to Patriots levels of dominance there, you know, like, yep. I mean, with that now given without the, without the six, seven Super Bowls uh, or six Super Bowls, I should say the seventh was Tom Brady's alone. Um, he, he unretired since then, you know, I mean, I could just, we could do a whole podcast on the agency and everything like that. I know that's not where you want to go, but um, no, the, uh, with the, with the playoffs, man, I, I just, I, I don't know how anybody would have seen the Bengals coming. That is one thing I would take from this season. I don't know how a team that kind of backed in, you know, with this, you know, quarterback coming off of uh, coming off of, the injury, you know, gruesome injury. And I don't yeah. even think he was necessarily healthy for the first part of the season. Um, you know, but that's like you said, that's why we love football, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I, I, you can't script <sighs> that. 
it was cl- he it was close too. He almost had him. I mean, Donald Donald had a massive game. Do you think Donald should have won MVP? I feel like you 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 had commented on that in the moment. Um, I don't know if you still feel that way. Uh. Yeah, it's tough, right? He didn't necessarily make the plays, but he impacted the plays in such a way that I think if you want to be a, a, a football nerd, you'd say he's probably the MVP. But at the same time, I mean, Cooper Cup was clutch, had the big touchdowns. Cooper Cup on the MVP, right? I'm, I'm remembering that correctly, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was just going to – I was just getting ready for you to pause. I was going to say Cooper Cup had arguably the greatest individual wide receiver yeah. season in NFL history. Like, yeah. and I, I'm sure there's some Jerry Rice seasons that somebody would, would pop, and that's fine. Jerry Rice is the greatest, arguably, football player ever, you know. But, sure. like, uh, as far as an individual top to bottom, I mean, he did everything except for win the actual MVP of the National Football League, which I don't think is possible for a wide receiver anymore, if we're being honest. Um, I just feel like it's going to go to a quarter, quarterback for the most part. Maybe a running back could win it. I don't know what it would have. Yeah, when was the last? I mean, was it AP the last running back to win it? It's it's been a it's been a minute. Henry Henry won it. Uh, oh okay. Right? okay. Yeah 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 Henry Henry won it. But other than him and AP, yeah. And I don't know when the last wide receiver won MVP was. I'm trying to really. I have to. I'd have to dig deep for that one, honestly. But no, I mean, like it was a great season. You know, and I miss football. You aren't going to watch any of the XFL. I saw the rocks involved with that. Oh no! Oh, when is that going to start? I have no idea. I have no interest okay. in it in any way, shape, or form. Maybe if there's nothing else on in the doldrums of the summer, you know, yeah. it's just like, uh, am I going to watch, you know, whatever random baseball games on ESPN or this like XFL game? Maybe I will. I saw they got Wade <laughs> Phillips. Wait, Wade Phillips is going to be a coach. There's a couple guys that was okay. Like, oh, okay. Different. So. And uh, they do have the blessing of the NFL, it seems like. They might, like, try out some stuff through them, maybe. So maybe it would be, like, at best, it's going to be a semi-pro league, you know, for, yeah. like, football. But that's, like, the highest hopes that it has. But Right. They could try out some cool, like, rule changes and, and things like that. But it's, yeah. They're trying uh, microchips in the football, actually, because they're like, hey, it's 2022. Maybe instead of just, like, having guys with flags run around or like, you know, like chains on sticks run around and be like, right here, here's where it is. You know, like maybe we should, maybe we should try to get some technology involved here. And uh, what else are they doing? They were doing, they're doing something, something goofy, but they get yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I think they want to try it. They're going to try to screw You know, okay. we, at some point in our lifetime, we will see the last kickoff. You know, I don't know when it'll be. We might not even know it, too. It'll probably be the Super Bowl, and we'll just be like, oh, they, they just took it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You know, like this season yeah. could could very easily turn into something like that. You know, all it would take is, you know, another major, major, ugly, scary injury like that. And I think mm-hmm. that might push it over the edge. The way so, uh, yeah, fun fact, no wide receiver, wide receiver in NFL history has ever won the MVP. It's never happened. See, that's why I was that was that's why I was blanking. I was like, I have no idea. I was thinking, <laughs> let, for some reason, there were some Larry Fitzgerald seasons that I was thinking. I was like, maybe the Cardinals. Yeah, like or him. even like yeah, Jerry Rice. But yeah, that's the thing. I mean, back in the day, they weren't throwing it as much, and now they're throwing it so much more. But all the credits going to the quarterback because they're spreading it around. So it's it seems like a, a pretty big long shot for it to ever happen. Yeah, certainly. And I mean, if it would happen, you would think it would happen the year he won the triple crown and ended up winning the Super Bowl MVP. And AP Offensive Player of the Year too. Yeah, Cup's amazing. It's it's, it's crazy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And we say um, that Devonte Smith just won the Heisman last year, so maybe there's still hope. But yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Slim, Slim Reaper. I love that guy. Um, what they, what, what, what was your uh, NFL free agency? What what really stuck out to you there? What was your biggest? Oh, move? Well, I mean, as a Colts fan, you got to say, you know. I mean, I texted you the the breakdown of it, and this is this is the simple breakdown of it, which I, <laughs> I think is genius by Ballard. He traded Carson Wentz and his terrible contract for Matt Ryan, and not the best contract either. But I I would rather have Matt Ryan than Carson Wentz after last season, personally. You know, just that he was he was my quarterback. I'm like of the two, I would take Matt Ryan right now. <laughs> you know, I think I know what Carson. Wentz is you know like I kind of know what our ceiling is and I'm like at least with Matt Ryan I I feel like he's not going to take as many terrible chances and that was the problem with Wentz it wasn't you know if you would have told me the overall numbers 
at the end of the day, I would have been like, yeah, great. Where do I sign up? But I mean, I have eyes and I've watched a lot of football. And like, you know, if, if you just watch these games, you realize, you know, I think there was like, I want to say there was six games where he didn't throw for 200 yards total passing. It's really hard to not throw for 200 yards total passing. I know the Colts had the number one rushing offense, but it was time to move on. You know, <laughs> and I mean, I think Ursay was, yeah. was being on, ready to move on. So they traded, they moved up nine spots in the second round in this year's NFL draft. They trade Carson Wentz for Matt Ryan. And then next year they get the commanders. Now the commanders. commanders. That happened too. That happened since we last talked. <laughs> yeah. They get the commanders third round pick. And if Wentz plays X amount of snaps, they get the second round pick. So, I mean, I, okay. if you, when you, when you lay it out like that, you know, it's like, this was, this was a pretty good deal for the Colts, you know? Now I would say that, if Matt Ryan comes in and it stinks and they stink, like at that point you might be looking at a regime change, you know, like I know it's tough. Andrew Luck retired, but you know, it's been this rotate. Like, I do think that this, you know, as optimistic as I am, I'm also like, this has to work. You know, they whiffed on the Carson Wentz thing. And if Philip they, Rivers, you know, not, not a whiff, but you know, he was Philip Rivers and he was 40 years old. Yeah. It was Philip Rivers stopgap. You know, at some point, we're going to have to make a move, you know, and I, this is, you know, I've talked to you about this, I think in comparison that, you know, like, obviously it's not that easy to find a Patrick Mahomes in the draft. Obviously yeah. this is a guy that I consider like he's go Patrick Mahomes is going to be a first ballot hall of famer. He'll probably go down as like at least a top 10 overall quarterback when it's all said and done. And, you know, maybe higher than that, you know, maybe a little lower, I guess if he gets injured like immediately, but whatever, I don't know. I can't see the future sure. point being, the Kansas city chiefs had Alex Smith for years and he was really good for them. And they won a lot of football games and they were consistently a good team building up this strong foundation. And then what happened? They had, they didn't have like a top. I, I think they were picking uh, the like around 25 and they put together a package and they moved up aggressively in the draft and they got Mahomes around 12 or 13 around that range. They picked mm -hmm. the right guy and they got him and that's the path for Matt Ryan. You know, that's the, that's the blueprint. And Ballard was with the chiefs when they did that, you know, he was part of that whole thing. So I think, you know, he's, he, this is, that's what he's trying to do right now. He's like, this just, just buy me some time. I just need a competent, I need an adult in the room, you know, as the Brown <laughs> famously said about Baker Mayfield and wanting to get, you know, Deshaun Watson and his 22 civil lawsuits on the team. Maybe, maybe he's, yeah, he's too much of an adult. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that whole thing is hilarious. Cause uh, you know, I think Mayfield was out on, out on a podcast today again, being like, yeah, I feel disrespectful. Of course I do, you know, blah, mm. blah, blah. But at the same time, I think the Browns are really playing chicken with him because they might need him. If Deshaun Watson gets suspended the first six, eight games, whatever it's going to be. I mean, they're going to be like, yo, Baker, you're under contract, $19 million. We're going to need you to play those first six to eight games awkwardly. Oh, man. Oh, man. And hopefully pump up your trade value, and then we can ship you off somewhere. Maybe we can work a deal out, you know, sort of thing. Um, it's wild. The NFL is wild. And it's, you know, we're still talking about it. It's March. You know, we, we're going to talk about other sports at some point, I, I, I think. I mean, <laughs> but it's it's just it's insane how it you know it dominates it always wins it's undefeated yeah. 365 yeah. days a year it seems like uh real quick before we do transition to march madness or wherever you want to go after this uh Devontae adams got traded to mm -hmm. so packers don't i know that's in your division you being a bears fan you know you gotta love that anytime you're like hey we're gonna take the literal maybe the best offensive player in the division and we're just gonna literally send him to the other conference that's got to be good as a bears fan i would think right it feels like we might definitely have the worst division in football now i don't, I don't know if the bears are going to be great vikings are capped with cousins lions are, are bad it's like this could be this could be the new nfc west from 10 years ago oh i like it i like the nfc yeah. west from 10 years ago call mm. that's a good one. yeah um yeah i mean it's yeah it's fascinating and i don't know what the packers are going to do they're just going to have to take a guy in the first round and hope that he becomes like Devonte adams like that's not gonna that's not gonna happen 
it's yeah, that's that whole thing's wild to me. Rogers is back; he resigned with them, and then they immediately just ship his best friend off, basically. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, that and the hill, the hill trade. Nobody saw that one coming, you know. And right. Then, the uh, Dolphins have so many pieces now uh, with him and Waddle Gasecki, but do they have a quarterback? I don't know. I don't well, know. Find out. I mean, I that's that's why I like that. I'm like, hey, man. After this, like it's like if two is just a game manager, like that's 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 probably not going to cut yeah. it in the end. You're probably going to take a year and be back up. You know, it is interesting because you do see this trend of Mitchell Trubisky did this. It was like the Bears were like, we're not going to give you twenty eight, thirty five million dollars, whatever it's going to cost to give you a long term deal. We're not doing that. Yeah. So you can just walk, and he walked, and he had to take backup money for a year, and now he's got another chance. You know. And obviously you prefer that big contract, but you know, it feels like the contracts just got inflated, inflated, inflated to the point that now teams are really like, Hey, you know what? There is no spot for you. If you're just like the 20th best quarterback, you right. know, and, and before there for a long, long time, for most of the history of the league, there was, and now it's just like, now if you're, if you're, you know, between the 15th and the 25th best quarterback, you very well may well end up as a, as a backup and backing up a younger guy or somebody that they're taking a flyer on through free agency or something like that. And then you might get another chance like Trubisky has with the Steelers. It's, it's interesting. It's fascinating how much the, uh, the carousel, the QB carousel, it's just, it's real now. And I don't think it was when we were younger, you know, there wasn't nearly as much QB movement. And uh, no, no, the, the goal was for a QB to get drafted, stay with your team, retire the same team. And it happened in a lot of cases where guys are trade. Like the, remember the Drew Brees trade was huge, right? When he went from the chargers to the saints, that was like almost unheard of for a guy in his prime to do that. But now we're seeing guys like Russell Wilson. We're seeing Watson move. We're seeing a lot more mobility. Like you said, that just didn't seem possible. And a lot of it's these guys, they feel like they have more power now and they do have more power. Uh, they can get out of contracts. They can kind of say, I'm not going to play. I'm going to submarine you guys if you try to keep me here. So it's, it's interesting to see that that shift in power, some of these new QBs. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of it is like they've, they've realized, like you said, they've realized their power, they've realized their worth. And at the end of the day, I think in some cases it can be helpful because you have a Russell Wilson, you know, look at, you know, like at the end, the Seahawks weren't going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And they know it. And he knows it. And basically Wilson just goes to them and he's like, Hey, we both, we both know this is broken. We both know this, you know, this relationship is broken. Like, let's just, let's do what's best for both of us and get out because like as much as the, as much as a ownership as general managers, whoever, you know, would tell you and will pound the table and be like, no, we want to win every game. We want to compete, compete, compete. It's like, realistically, you have a window and when the window closes a lot of times and the quarterbacks on the wrong side of 30, that means that it might be time to reset. You know, it's just for the bet. It's, it's going to be a lot easier to reset than take a two to three year rebuild, at which point you don't know if your quarterback's going to be the same. And if he's not, that's, that's all that matters. There's a chance that Ruff has fallen off by the way, somewhat, you know, he doesn't run like he used to. Um, and I mean, he's not, like I said, I think what is he, 32, 33 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's a chance Matt Ryan's falling off and this whole, a lot of this QB carousel is just guys just switching in and none of it matters. And we're looking at, you know, a couple powers that be, um, it's true. Yeah. Like the, the top, top guys aren't moving. I mean, I guess you could consider Watson one, but you know, he has a lot of caveats with his movement, but we're not seeing the Mahomes or the Allens or even the Prescott's move, but still, I mean, Wilson won a Super Bowl. He's probably still he's at the bottom half of the top ten, but he's still a top ten guy at this point. You'd say, yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah. There's a Priscilla did a funny thing, or they did. It was like the top, the top twenty, top five guys in the NBA, or something like. Right, that. it's Just like anybody like, you can make an argument for being on that list, being yes. in the in that list. But yeah, I agree. He's definitely still in the list of like, no, Russell Wilson's <laughs> hot. Like, if you told me no, Russell Wilson's a not top ten quarterback, I would be like, ah. Let's 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 name them. Let's 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 go down the list, you know. And I would think you would get to nine or ten, and you would have you would be like, okay, now we're now we're really Wilson. happy, you know. Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, really. One guy's got a Super Bowl, you know. <laughs> like it's, um, yeah, it's it's fascinating though. Um, I saw I was I was uh, researching Wilson, and the, like the third result was is Russell Wilson an Indian? So 
Um, you could probably do a whole podcast on that, but uh, I, I can report that no, he's not an Indian. He doesn't even look at. I don't. I don't get that. <laughs> According to genetic admixture analysis, he's uh, 62% African and 36% European. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Fascinating. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I am, I am optimistic for the Colts, but I would say this though, though too, with my Colts, we desperately need a left tackle, and we have Jonathan Taylor. Pittman's really good, but we need a wide receiver or two would really help honestly okay. and i think that's going to come through whatever's left on free agency or you know through trade or something like that um is ty done he's done tired yeah i think he's i think he's i i don't even know if we want him back like that's the yeah. thing honestly as as a colts fan i'm like yeah if there's a spot for ty you know but i i want ty to be my fourth wide receiver that's making a big catch in a playoff game and we're like yeah ty came in clutch you know sort of thing like that's that's what his position should be at these days he it's crazy he's only 32 years old too it's crazy how he fell off yeah yeah it's it's sad it's frustrating but you know he was always small and he was going to be injury prone Hmm. and you know i think it just kind of caught up with him and you know, when he was always a speed guy, and I think he might have yeah. lost that half step, and that's when you're tiny and it's about speed. You know, that can that can really hurt you, obviously. But yeah, it's frustrating because Pittman's really good. Pittman could be like a mini wide receiver one, I would think, but I mean, he can't be your true one where he's just dominating and always commanding double teams. I don't think that's what you want from him at this stage, unless he's going to make a major leap. So they need they need help, and they don't have a ton of draft picks, so it'll be interesting. They like uh, I like this guy Pickens, the Georgia guy. Really? Okay. I, I don't think he was like super productive compared to like the Ohio State guys or Jamison Williams from Alabama. But what do you like about him? He's supposed to be in that area, and he's like an okay. athletic freak, basically, is the okay. thought. And that uh, Stidham Stidham isn't an NFL quarterback, and when you, if you put him with an NFL quarterback, he would be more productive. That's that's kind Stidham, of Stidham's a Patriots quarterback. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, the, the little guy from Georgia. Stet- I can't remember his name. Stetson Stet- Stet- Bennett. Yeah. Stet- you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has it been? We we've had a podcast since the national championship. I think we did. Yeah, we had to talk about that Oklahoma State debacle. So yeah, let's not talk about that anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, do you want to pivot to March Madness or where you yeah, want to go? Yeah, because that's what you you can pivot in college basketball. You can't travel like you can in the NBA. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about. <laughs> um it was a fun tournament it was really good so it was the first real tournament we've had in three years right we had one canceled we had one that was in indy with no fans we were back with fans it was great a lot of upsets obviously the darling saint peter's um dispatch of kentucky purdue big names there uh and thankfully fizzled out before they got to the final four because no one really likes watching cinderella's in the final four unless they're butler so that was good um the favorites went down fairly early. Gonzaga, Arizona didn't even make the final four. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about. We we could talk about our teams though. IU, they made it. They won their won a game, kind of, kind of won a playing game. You know, well, yeah. I think I think it counts. I don't know if the stats actually count. I, the, the state of Indiana dominated the, the the first four. That's all I can say. Yeah, no, they did. They were definitely first four champs. For sure. We should get t-shirts. Indiana, Notre Dame, co-champs. There's four. <laughs> yeah. St. Mary's is just a tough team to play against. They're they're like a BYU type team. A lot of international guys. A lot of guys that look like they're 40. That koozie guy. Balded. You know, he was on the Rich Proust, uh, you know, timeline of balding. Um, so that was a tough matchup. Uh, and then they're going to have to play UCLA if they won that. So it was always going to be an uphill climb. But I, I think it's a win making the tournament in uh in Woodson's first year. I think that's a win. No, it's definitely a win. You know, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. Cause Trey's declared for the draft, but because of the new rules and stuff, he's actually still eligible. He's like going through the process or okay. whatever. So hopefully he gets basically told by everybody, dude, you'll be lucky if you're a late second round pick and he comes back for another year. That would be okay realistic i think and uh it could definitely like that's 
that's what that means a lot of times. It's like they're hoping maybe there's some team that comes to them that's like, hey, we're going to have a pick late in the second round or middle of the second round, and we really like you, and they get that vibe, you know, middle, early of the second round, and instead it turns into like, ooh, I might get picked or I might be an unrestricted free agent that skipped out, yeah. you know, college. I think he – I think he's – because I think he's a junior. Yeah, so okay. – Yeah, if he could back. just like – if he could develop a better jump shot – I think that would be yeah, key, right because he, he's super he, athletic. He's not super big, he, but if he could shoot 18 footers, that'd be huge. Or three. He footers. didn't develop a jump shot this year either. That was the yeah. frustrating part. Is he, you know, that was the hope that he could develop something. That was something that Woodson really talked about, and I think they really tried to work on. It's just you know, naturally, I think like with his athleticism, like you said, I think it's easy. You know, a lot of times he does. He just he just wants to get the ball and go in the paint and try to dunk on guys. You know, yeah, it would be sweet. But you know, when you you're you're talking about going to that next level. You're not just going to be able to rely on your athleticism when everybody's just as athletic or more athletic than you are. Yeah. So, um, but we'll see. No, it was good. I did not think that the, uh, Oh God, what's his name? The kid from Riley at Notre Dame was going to declare for the draft either. Oh, Blake Uh, Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it's that it's considered a relatively weak draft. I think he got, he's probably going to be a late first rounder i mean he's super athletic super raw you could see in the tournament his jump shot disappeared he didn't even want to shoot jumpers he was so far off whenever he took them um but he had some big buckets i mean he sealed that helped seal that win against bama they were going nose to nose with texas tech they were up with a minute and a half left that was a tough one but you know the irish had a brutal draw with texas tech and then duke uh would have been the next game so i i'm happy they got in they beat Rutgers in a thriller. They blew out Alabama, which was awesome. Um, so definitely exceeded expectations. But hopefully they can get some guys back next year. Uh, they'll probably have Cormac Ryan, Dane Goodwin back. They're getting uh, J.J. Starling. He's a borderline five-star guard coming in. So I'm hoping they can make another run next year. Yeah, no, it's always, yeah, it's always way more fun if they're good, honestly, in town. Um, yeah, I would, I, I would say that I am uh, – I am skeptical of him going in the first round, Blake Wesley. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, you know, and I've only done early, like some like stuff on like, Oh, what are they thinking? Like, yeah, a lot of scouts are like, you can't really shoot. That's a problem in the NBA. Like, you know, like this is a first round pick. Like it could, it could sl- he could slide into the second round, you know, which I think, you know, he is athletic enough that if he, if it is a second round pick, you know, and you can get a guy with that kind of upside, that's not a bad thing. But um, I, I would think if he's declaring early like that, he was, he would think he was a first rounder. Um, yeah. I mean, he, the thing is he could shoot pretty well. I mean, I guess he shot 30% from three, which is not great for college, yeah. but like early in the season, he was a pretty decent shooter. Uh, I think it was just nerves or whatever that got to him, but yeah, he, maybe he's kind of like uh, Demetrius Jackson but five inches taller. So that's going to be. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. I, yeah. You hate the player comp to Demetrius since I don't know where he's playing right now, but I don't know. He was such a good college good. player though. I loved it. He was, he's probably like my favorite Notre Dame player that I've ever watched. He was sick. He was sick. He was sick. He was just so school. scrappy. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. I think he's sad. Dad asked me that. He's like, where is Demetrius? And I he's was like, pro- I think he's I, international. Yeah, he did play for the, the mad ants for a while. Wasn't he like the Fort Wayne mad ants for a little bit? Something like that. Yeah, I think so. I know he was yeah. in the I know he was in the G League, you know, which I, I get it though. You know, if you're if you're like, hey, I can just hang out in the G League, or I can go to a different country and make a crap load of money and be like this super famous like kind of mini celebrity there or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, his best case scenario would have been like a Kyle Lowry type, which is, which would have been great. But I, I don't know how Kyle Lowry does it. Not a lot of short point guards can kind of replicate that. So. It happens. Yeah, the short, the short, big ass point guard that like <laughs> doesn't necessarily uh, have a bunch of athleticism is just dying out. Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, they're kind of yeah. You just have to up. be like super smart, super intuitive, and try really hard, and it just doesn't always happen. No, no, agreed. Um, the final four, though, I would say, like if you would have just told me at the beginning of the year, hey, pick four teams, you know, before any basketball was played, like there's a chance that I would have got two of those four teams, you know? <laughs> like, it's Yeah, just... you, you would have picked Duke. You might have picked Kansas. Yeah, absolutely. Villanova's good. Villanova. And... You wouldn't have picked North Carolina. They yeah. were, yeah, that was that was shocking. 
That they was were shocking. like before the Duke, before K's last game in Cameron, they were a legitimate bubble team. They would have had to win a couple of ACC tournament games if they would have lost that to make the, the tournament. Like they went from bubble to winning the championship game by 15 points at halftime, was it? Like that would have been almost an unprecedented turnaround, I think. And it that still was, was. It still was. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I went to bed at, at, at I went to bed around half. I was exhausted and Oh my God, I couldn't believe when I woke up and are under hit, by the way, for that game. Good looks on a lot mm. of really great advice during the tournament for college basketball. Um, especially the final four. I feel like you got hot at the final four and I just kind of rode your coattails. <laughs> um, it yeah. t- t- took a lot of lumps early. My bracket didn't finish well. Uh, Hannah's, my daughter, six year old, finished 99.3 percentile somehow. She's, she's a savant, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if she, yeah, you should like have her. I told you, like, hasn't she done a cut that a couple times? Like, you should just have her like entered into some sort yeah. of contact or something like that. <laughs> oh man, yeah. The the one one that that kind of hurt me. Well, not didn't hurt me, but I just I felt like I had a good read on David McCormick winning that most outstanding player, and they just they just gave it to Agbaji, I think, because he's the was the best player during the regular season and it's gonna be their highest draft pick. Maybe I don't know. That was silly. Yeah. I told you about that line and I was like, the smells because we yeah. both thought uh, uh, Baji and uh, or uh, we thought McCormick and uh, Remy Martin both at like around plus a thousand. So 10 to one odds. Uh, yeah. And they both had better games and McCormick had a better final four game. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, no, I think it was worked out beforehand that if he wins, we're giving it to him because, you know. It's good for the face of cut for the uh, for the Kansas State or what did he say? He said the <laughs> did he say uh, the Kansas City Jayhawks? The Kansas City Jayhawks, and then he, I think he screwed up again and he said like the University of Kansas and it's KU or he's yeah he's a mess. The NCAA yeah. is a mess. I'm always like, why do they make guys like that get up there and do it? Just have. <laughs> Emmer's been going to the, the Biden school of speeches. Is that what you're saying? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like it's brutal. These guys just have the professional broadcaster do it. It's yeah. probably under the contract that he has to do it and just have, give him the microphone. He's not going to end up looking like a complete buffoon. It's just, it's in, yeah. and, and, and you know, like a lot of things in life, it's the simplest explanation. These guys are very rich and they're very powerful in their own mind or, you know, in general, whatever. And so they've decided this is my moment. This is my 45 seconds. I'm going to stand up and and then they just make complete buffoons of themselves. It's great. It's really great. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, the, the big 10 title drought continues too. I didn't want to bring that up. They had some good teams this year, but you know, between Illinois, Purdue, there's no one you could really completely believe in. Yeah. There's and they all kind of beat the crap out of each other. It felt like at the end of the year. So yeah, it's weird. It's a strange phenomenon where it's it's been probably around half of the past decade. You would say that they they were the best conference or considered yeah. the best conference. Them or the ACC ever since the Big East dissolved, really. Yeah. And um, and it was just they, they yeah I, their last national championship is who Michigan Maryland. State. Michigan State, not yeah. Maryland. Well, if you um, Maryland was in the ACC at the time, I guess oh. you, you could you could count that. You could count that. They they probably do, probably do. Yeah, I think the Big Ten <laughs> would definitely count that. So. Oh um, man, I did want to shout out quickly. Not we don't we're not a soccer podcast, but the U.S. after that horrific effort four years ago when they lost to some Caribbean team and three other results went there went against them. They made the World Cup this year. Um, I think they've won three straight against Mexico. They're they're looking good. I mean, they, they got a pretty good draw. They didn't get Qatar, Qatar, however you want to say it, but they did get um, they got England, who's who's definitely beatable. They're not a powerhouse like Belgium or France. Uh, I think they got Iran in there, uh, and they're waiting on a European game, uh, playoff game to to see who their fourth team is. So they could they could definitely make some noise. I just anytime they make the elimination round, I think that's considered success. I think they have a good shot to do that. Uh, later this year in Qatar, which is sad that it's in November during football season, not in the summer because uh, it's hot there. It's ridiculous that yeah. the whole FIFA thing is so corrupt. It makes like it oh makes like goodness. American sports look like they're clean. Honestly, <laughs> hilarious. Um, 
yeah, I, I do think it is, it is the best part about the U S making it is that guys like me that like, don't really watch or invest in soccer or anything are like, hell yeah, I will get behind a ping pong team with an American flag on it. We are like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a half the sports shows I listen to the guys, the guys on my end are like, we're going to go have another Boston tea party in Qatar. And the, the soccer people are like, hey, we'll, see, we'll see. Hopefully we do good. You know, like, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we don't get embarrassed sort of thing. It's like, no, nah, we're going to, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, the Americans are like, not nah, that don't know anything about soccer. I mean, it, we're, we're young, but it's probably our most talented team we've ever had in terms of guys in the Premier League, Bundesliga, whatever. I mean, all the we got guys are playing overseas, not just rotting away in the MLS. So I, I'm hopeful we'll make a good effort. Yeah, I hope so too. If they could get out of that group, you know, like that would be, that would be incredible. That would be a major, major step forward, I would think. Just in general, like you know, I don't know when, I don't know if they've done. Did they do it once back in the '90s or something like that, where they got out of the first group in the World Cup? No, they they. Uh, I think they've been. I think they were in twenty. Um, gosh, I can't even do math now. Twenty fourteen, they made it out. Oh, did they? Uh, but I think 2002 was the year they actually made it to the semifinals, and that was a big deal. That's the farthest they've ever made it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but that that's, that's as much time as we need to spend on soccer. We'll definitely pivot back to it uh, later this year, although it's right during football season, which is very unfortunate. But something that is not unfortunate is NBA playoffs. Brackets are pretty much set. We're just waiting uh, for the Pelicans to put the Spurs and Pop out of his misery. But we got a, a pretty good postseason, I think, with no clear favorite. I mean, the Suns, you'd say, are, are the favorite, but you know they've never done it before, and they don't have a kind of a what you consider a top three guy. Booker's had a great year, but they don't have a Giannis or a Joker. Uh, so it seems really wide open this year. No, it's definitely wide open this year, man. It's uh, you know, it's. I've got. I've tried to finagle my way to to get some get some winnings out of the West if I can. Um, I think there's value in in. Uh, well, we'll talk about some value in the in the bets of the week. I think actually we'll just we'll just leave it at that for now. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. No. Uh, it's you know like the Suns have turned in one of the greatest regular seasons. Like, you know, like kind of like recent, like not recently. I would say, but it's, it's clearly. Yeah, we, I mean, we we have had some like amazing Warrior seasons, but yeah, I would think it's probably you know, top 10 in the last 20 years. Yeah. And I think what it is, is it's compared to whatever the second best regular season, uh, like top sure. to bottom has been turned in from anybody else in basketball this year. It's, it's far and away a lot better. And a lot of the, you know, a lot of the nerdy basketball stuff really goes into it. There's some stat. It's, it's, it's an, I don't know what a lot of it is, but I, I look at some of these charts and I'm like, one big one that a lot of the the NBA holes bring up is is the clutch stats. Okay, it's that's exactly what it sounds like. It's how does your team perform in the clutch and crunch time and these moments at the end of games, the end of quarters that are really deciding factors for it. And right. uh, the clutch stats are like literally like some of the best in the past like 15, 20 years or whatever ever since they've been. Right, and, and it makes sense, like with the kind of the tail end of COVID and more guys sitting out because of injury or load management than ever. Like you're not going to try to win 70 games anymore so going what it was i think they were like 64 and 18 uh with guys not playing every day and and people not getting vaccinated or whatever it's uh it's it's pretty pretty good that they finished what eight games above the rest of the league yeah yeah i believe so i mean they missed a big stretch for chris paul i mean like that would uh you would think if that would uh, at the moment it was like oh that would devastate them um that was uh, actually part of me putting some money on the Warriors to win it, and then I immediately spent the rest of the season since All Star break just hedging with three bets on the Suns. <laughs> Crap, I picked the wrong team, so that's why I say I think I'll be able to eke some money out of the West at this point. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think I like the the Suns coming out of the West. The East is the East is wild, man. Mm. I have no yeah, idea. There's, there's there's four teams. Four teams. Oh, sorry, I was loud. That was loud. That was loud. You get a look. I'm sorry. There's four teams that could win the win the title. All right, let's let me guess. You would say you got the you got the uh, Bucks. Mm-hmm. You got the, you got. Do you have the Nets? Do you have the Nets? I'm gonna say you have the Nets. I'm gonna yeah. say you have the yeah. Celtics. And uh, I'm gonna say you have the Heat. 
that's your yeah. yeah. And, 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 I, and I, shoot, I'm getting bad I'm getting feedback. Bad feedback in my ears. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Yeah, you good? Top level podcasting. Uh, my bad. Uh, yeah, gosh. Then honestly, I'd probably extend it to five. Like, let's put the Sixers and the Sixers and Nets are kind of on the same level. Like, they have extremely talented players. Probably not gonna be able to put together. Not completely healthy. Um, so yeah, they're they're like four A and four B. I think Sixers Nets. I uh, I have no faith in the Sixers. I, I don't think they can win the championship. <laughs> There's like a zero percent chance they can win. The, I think they have as good a chance as the Bulls do of winning a championship. Stop it! I, Stop I don't it. think the Bulls have any chance at all. I'm just well, saying. I, Tor- Toronto does have the secret weapon, right? I think it's what Tybal is not vaccinated at least, so they they at least get one guy who can't play in Toronto. So Toronto's got that that home COVID advantage. Dude, Ty- Tybal not being vaccinated, not being able to play for them is, is kind of huge. He's one of their lockdown defenders, and the guys he's guarding, you know, Scotty Barnes, Fred Van Feet, like th- those guys are those guys are Pascal Siakam. Those are the those are three of the players that they would they would need a guy like him to you know kind of help to neutralize. And I-, I I like I like them at plus money. I've already got some money down, and I think I've got another free bet coming that I'll be able to. Uh, to put down on them to win the series. Cause I, I think they're like, I think it was like plus one twenty, plus one thirty, or something like that. Maybe even more. Okay. I don't know okay. on the Raptors. I love the Raptors. I, I, I think it's four teams. I, I, I wouldn't put the 76ers. I would wholeheartedly agree with you on the other four, even though it's crazy because the Celtics and the Nets are playing each other in the first round. So we're saying, yeah, whoever comes out of that bloodbath basically is definitely has a good chance of winning the title. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know that that line was another fascinating one. That opened with the Nets being favored actually in the uh, series. I think that's silly. Think it was silly. because it swung aggressively over like a three hour period and went from the Nets being slight favorites to like Boston's at like minus one thirty, minus one forty now. I think so. There's like a lot of juice there. You got to play. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're you know, a better team. They've been healthier. They have home court advantage. Like, come on, come on. The, the Robert Williams injury is concerning. But, you know, at the same time, for anybody that's like, you got Durant and Kyrie Irving, like, give it to me all day, I would say, okay, but if you watch these games, you know, like, they went up 25 points on the Cavaliers in the playoff playing game at home. And you would think in that moment they would do what the Hawks kind of did to the Hornets where they just buried them and it was over. Yeah. And it, that's that's not what happened. That that game, you you had the Cavs plus nine. I'm sure in that moment, you were probably like, crap, I'm on the wrong end of this. And uh, you ended up covering, and it was a five- or six-point game down the stretch a couple times. It yeah. wasn't close. I wouldn't say that. But the Cavs definitely got within striking distance multiple times near the end of that game. And that's that's what the Nets are going to do, it seems like. It seems like, you know, if, if they're going to allow the Cavs to do that, I mean, they could be up thirty on the on the Celtics in the third quarter, and I'd be like, "Well, you know, if they if they if Durant has to sit for four minutes, like they could take, they could go on a fifteen nothing." Right, they're not a good defensive team, and if you take their best offensive player off the floor, they're gonna they're gonna get outscored. Absolutely. Well, pl- playoff playoff Durant defensively is like you know they're. There's mo- there was moments in that game where it's you know it is LeBron like in his in LeBron's prime where he is just doing everything for that team. That's you know, true. Yeah, yeah. If you're six eleven and athletic, like you can't help but be a good defender if you're trying. Yeah, and that's that's what it is. is he's he's trying it a hundred. You know, he ratchets up in the playoffs. Obviously, everybody does. Uh, it it shows he's incredible. You know, but they are. You know, that is a, that is a filthy filthy first round matchup. That could very easily be a six or seven game series. Um, I do, I do like the Celtics in that, but I, I think that's one that I'll bet game by game, um, and kind of, kind of see how it goes, kind of see how it goes. What else? Other, other notable series I'm trying to, trying to pick. Uh, I think Dallas, Utah should be fun. First round Mavericks, Jazz. If Luca's not hurt. That's true. Yeah. I, I think no one believed in Utah last year as a one seed. Definitely nobody believes him this year as the five seed. Uh, and I would say, yeah, there, there may be some value on taking the Jazz in that series because Dallas and Luka is probably the more popular pick. But they still have Gobert. They still have Mitchell. I mean, they're, they're probably going to win that series if 
even Doncic is ninety percent right. <laughs> they yeah that the this yeah I think a lot of smart money is on is coming on uh on um Utah in that series because yeah who doesn't want to root for Luca he's sick he's young you know he's led this this kind of team of misfits after they kicked Chris Dabbs out um to a, they're really good you know and the Mavs the Mavs the Mavs are have been a good team and they play good defense and it truly is it does feel like it's Luca and the Lukats kind of if you will I mean, <laughs> bunch of yeah you know, it's, it's a lot like uh it's like the nuggets i mean it's all joker oh. murray it's yeah it's, the whole team is yeah, well, then the nuggets are truly like the nuggets are truly like i i think the maps still have the if you uh, between those two teams obviously Jokic and luka are one and two respectively but then i would still say that the mavericks have the second and third player the nuggets are truly just it's it's joker and a bunch of guys that you would think like are they even going to be in the league in like two years necessarily other <laughs> aaron gordon so aaron gordon's okay but you want aaron gordon to be your your fourth best player probably yeah which is what he would be if they were healthy you know so that's that's the one interesting interesting thing with them but i don't think i as much as we thought oh it could get crazy like jamal murray and michael porter could come back and Kawhi Leonard come come back, and then all of a sudden, this Clippers are this potentially super dangerous eight seed now playing. But it's like I don't think any of that necessarily. Like you know, talk about Ben Simmons coming back. I'm like Ben Simmons is more interested in wearing some weird ass outfits on the sidelines yeah. than he is <laughs> playing basketball right now. He is that is a strange situation. There, I don't I don't get that. <laughs> why you would why you would sit uh, on the sidelines middle of the bench and wear just the loudest outfits possible at a time when everybody's kind of raising an eyebrow as to what's going on and why you're, why you missed a whole year where you hurt the whole year, I guess is, is my question with that. Was he just out the whole year? If he, you know, if he hadn't had mental health problems, would his back have not allowed him to play basketball either? Basketball. Yeah. There's yeah. The, between him, Zion, like, I don't know. I don't know what the, to think of these guys anymore. It's just, yeah, I don't know. A lot either. of drama. Design every design like playing basketball. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and uh yeah, or is or are these guys just kind of like, hey, I'm just on to on to whatever my my next new thing is where I'm gonna be the main piece of a title team and it's just I don't know, it doesn't it doesn't it's not gonna work like that, you know, like you're kinda it seems like right. you know, sports in general is a meritocracy. That's how it works, you know, like they don't care who you were in high school or what you did, you know, it's, uh, you know, you gotta, it seems yeah. like the, the European guys are like saving us from all this drama, right? When you, you have Giannis and, and Doncic and the Joker doing things the right way, being willing Joel, to be in smaller markets and just play. Joel, Joel Embiid has done it the right way, basically like his true. whole career, unless you want to get mad at him for getting injured, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah. he's, he's, he's African. He's not, he's not, not American. American. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. It's crazy, you know. There was a picture of the four of them, and the Jokic picture is the best. They're all like, oh, little oh, kid pictures. I saw that. Yeah, it's great, man. And I'm not sure. Course, the, I'm not sure the Joker was ever like a little kid, but he, yeah, he he, he looks like the he looked like the kid that got made fun of because he was, you know, not to be mean. Not that we would ever, you know, have done this. I, I like, have someone from our class in mind. I'm not going to say his name, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Would have made fun of him, you know, yeah. for being, you know, a little portly, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. He's just 10 inches too short or else he would be the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that collarbone healthy, though. Make sure that's, <laughs> oh, that's mean. That's mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, man. It's, uh, I agree, though. It is, it's different. This new generation, this youngest, you know, these young snappers, they come in and, you know it is it is interesting you know there's they seem to it's a different mentality it's a different time of player empowerment like you were kind of saying but uh but at yeah. some point but you, have point you, have you just have to you play, just have to like, play. Like, yeah. Yeah, you would you would think that's how it generally works you know so i don't know what's going to happen with zion either and they're saying now that the team wants him shut down and he thinks he can maybe play, but they're just going to shut him down for the whole season. It's that's bizarre. Who knows what the inner workings or politics are half this stuff. Um, yeah, it does look like Pop's coach in his last game, potentially. Sad, Sad ending if that's how it goes. Um, 
yeah, where uh, where else did you want to go with the NBA? Oh, do you want to make a do you want to make it just like a finals pick? Just make a finals pick will be fun. Oh, oh gosh, spot. Spot. Yeah. yeah, just I mean, I'm just what I think versus odds. versus odds. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, give me Suns Bucks, you know, and I know that's cheap. I know, I get it, but you know, like I'm sorry, but I just the Bucks. The Bucks have a first round bye. They're probably the only playoff team with a first round bye in NBA history. So, which sucks. I, I, the, you know, there is something to be said for the Bulls to be like, hey, we're gonna be better this year. Like, you know what? We're not gonna suck in the playoffs like we have every year for the past like three or four seasons. We're actually gonna try and be better. And I feel like they st- they're still getting flack because it's like they're not that good. It's like yeah, but they're still still the five seed like in the east like it's not a i don't feel like that's anything necessary to be ashamed of it's like it's like sucks that the bucks were like basically lined them up their crosshairs we're like yeah we'll take the bulls thanks you know they uh i don't know if you noticed that but the bucks the bucks tanked i think with the game to go or something they sat everybody yep yeah and lined it up so that they would take the bulls and it forced the celtics into the two seed uh essentially where they're they're ended up playing the nets and it's like yeah you know, you can say what you want about like, oh my God, you shouldn't be afraid. It's like, yeah, the Bucks made the right move there. Like that, that, that was the smart basketball decision to make because now they get to probably dispatch with the Bulls in four or five games and the Celtics and Nets have to bloody each other. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert, Robert Williams might come back, by the way. I think that is a thing. If that happens, then like, I just don't see how the Nets are going to be able to, uh, to handle everything the Celtics can throw at them. Defensively. All right. Give All right. me uh, uh we'll do Suns we'll Heat. Sun's heat. I, Sun's I, and I, I say Heat because they have the easiest path, right? They they are missing three of the four best teams in their half of the Eastern Conference, right? They don't have Milwaukee, Boston, or Brooklyn in their half. So I think they got the easiest path. Uh really just have to win probably one series if you don't believe in Toronto slash Philly, which it doesn't sound like either of us believe in them too much to be a threat to come out of there. So Give me them, and I just think Phoenix is the best team, especially when we have injury concerns around Memphis and Golden State and Dallas. You're not, you're not scared of the Hawks in the first round if you're the Heat. That's true. Uh, well, no, it'll, be, would, it'll it'll be the winner of the Hawks Cavs, so we don't know. We don't know yet. I, I wouldn't be scared <laughs> of the Hawks. Bam, the, the the Hawks have nobody that can hang with Bam. Bam, yeah. Bam if the if the, the if the Hawks win this next game at at Cleveland and they're the eight seed, I just think Bam. Bam's going to have like multiple 30, 10, and 10 games or something. Like yeah. That. And like, Collins is hurt too. So I think that's, that's what I'm saying. Hurt. Yeah. If yeah. Collins is hurt, like they don't have anybody that can slow him down. Like Clint Capella, he's going to get Clint Capella on the wing and just work him out. Like, oh man, I love, I love Bam Abadeo. He's like one of my favorite NBA players. Yeah. No, he's a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. And I think we can, I think this just goes naturally in the best of the week. Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. What do we got? I mean, I, I don't want to rush it, but kind of a, a three-pack three here where we're just saying we just need one of these teams to hit. So this is conference winners. Eastern Conference, Western Conference, there's three teams here I have. I have Heat, plus 475. Obviously, I picked them in my finals. They're, they are the one seed. They have the easiest path. They have – you could argue they have the best coach in the NBA currently coaching them. Jimmy Butler might not argue that, but – you could argue that. Um, and then the Celtics plus 425. Again, they're the two seed. They're going to have home court. They, I know they have a tough match against Brooklyn, but they had a great season, and they're going to be in Boston, which is still a pretty pretty good home court advantage. And then the third one being the Warriors plus 500. Again, injury concerns there, but a lot of playoff experience. Coaches won a title before. If Steph, Clay, Draymond are somehow magically all healed, you got to like them uh, in most every matchup they are going to see. So three at all plus 400 or greater. One of them has to make the finals and and you're going to be in the money there. I like it. I thought about it. I got scared because I was like, what are the bucks? Um, They're like plus 225 or something, right? I saw that. It throws off your whole bet. So. Yeah. I, I like it. I like I like that. I I like that a lot because you're spreading your spray if you're spreading it out a little bit like that and you only need one to hit. 
And maybe right, two I, will do it. Maybe the Warrior, maybe the Warriors and the Celtics go to the finals. Like that would be crazy. And then you're just you're just doing backflips there. I think obviously. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, I like that to throw. Uh, like you said, sprinkle a little cheddar on all three of those. That'd be those are those are good. Yeah, yeah. And the math works out there for for those of us that are doing it. So. I like those. I will get down on that. I have a free bet that should come after I lose on this game, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> free bets are the best, Nate. Free bets are the best. Um, I don't know. Do you have a, Do you have a social media story? Do you have anything that that reeks of social media? Oh, I don't know. I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that. Yeah, I said that on the thread that it was from a couple of days ago. The one where it's on Twitter where Biden's doing a press conference and i don't know man he just goes off on a limb and starts rambling about president z in the himalayas after he says some sort of gibberish it's just wild i didn't want to go there that shouldn't be our social media oh no I, I was saying i was talking about the baseball one where if you tell your play get your play under control and that is today that is a racist statement so don't don't try to control your player because that reeks of racism that's that was the espn headline that it reeked of it it wasn't necessarily racist but it reeked of it um they um, had to they already had to 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 like put out another story that headline's been changed oh they took it down okay Okay. yeah because the two two guys came out and hugged it out oh by the way i didn't even know because i'm not like the most in tune with baseball especially non non non-chicago cubs baseball just be honest but those two had that that headline made it seem like those guys were the two head coaches. It was like the third base and first base coach or something like that. It's super, okay. I was super, annoyed, super annoyed with ESPN about the whole thing because, yeah. like I said today, those two guys did what like you know like it, it does give you hope for this world, which is where they basically came and they're hey, both overreacted. We're both grown men. They hugged it out. They came and they were like, like the guy was like. He's not racist. I like was really mad and you know, like sort That's of thing. Cool. And it's like they both yeah. he was like, I shouldn't have said that. I understand words can hurt. And it's like, okay, thank God we can all just like ha- take a deep breath and have a moment. Of, yeah, after of- Jawan Howard and Will Smith make fools of themselves in physical altercations, at least someone can actually, you know, own their actions. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That whole thing. I was yeah, whatever, you know. I can't I can't, then Jawan Howard's in there coaching. What? What is he back in the? Uh, they made it the Sweet, Sweet 16. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. In what a hero! He, he did you, the adversity that man overcame. Incredible, incredible. I, hate it. I, I just hate it so much. Yeah, <laughs> so annoying. Whatever. He's probably going to be coaching the Lakers anyway, and then all these Michigan fans will have to act like they're not super butthurt about it because he's such an incredible person. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah should we uh should we touch on the lakers real quick before we just obligatory like how hilarious it is that oh yeah uh, rest in peace lebron russell westbrook anthony davis might be done as a top tier player just so crazy dude rest in peace the argument that lebron is the greatest basketball player ever like mike Mike wouldn't just like cut off a finger to make the playoffs. He would literally kill a teammate to make the playoffs. And I, I'm, I think I'm exaggerating about that, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and this, this idea that you know, like I don't know. I just to me, I'm like, it's, it's so he would have to. LeBron would have to actually match him now. He would have to. Before this, I think it was like, well, if he gets to five and he's got all the accolades and everything, there's an argument. Now I think after this aberration of a season, uh. I just think it's too late. It's like you're gonna have to get probably to six now to erase the the, the stink <laughs> of this season. Like this isn't something where oh next year they come back, they retool, they become a what a a five six seed and they like yeah. have like a run to the Western Conference final. Like that's your best case scenario with this team. And realistically, they're gonna have to run it all back because. Russell Westbrook's under unless he Russell Westbrook decides to opt out, he's getting forty seven million dollars from the Lakers next year, <laughs> which is uh, it's a lot of money even by NBA standards. So it's great. <sighs> it's so funny to me. I mean, not that I like hate on hate the Lakers or hate you know LeBron that much. I just you know, I just think it's crazy how it blew up in their face so badly and. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I mean, they they did win the Mickey Mouse title at Disney, but it doesn't even count. 
Yeah, well, now that's that's what everybody's gonna say. Yeah, well, LeBron's fourth title doesn't even count. So that's really Anthony Davis's title. <laughs> he was a monster with that. I don't understand. I don't. He's he. You know, you talk about falling off a cliff. It's like if yeah, he doesn't yeah. turn in like what it what it. There's there's a world where he like this is just the rest of his career. He's just like yeah, it's like AD's really good. He's twenty five and ten, but like. And playing like he still does play really good defense, by the way. Um, yeah. But like he doesn't, he can't stay on the court for more than 40, 50 games a season at best. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to see what they, uh, what the offseason brings in LA. Yeah. Um, at least they have the Rams. Yeah, they do. They, uh, I don't know if anybody feels sorry for them. So, yeah. Cool, man. All right, bro. It was good well, to get back at it. Yeah, man. No, this was great. We we got to do well, we we got to do it again soon. And I'm glad uh glad you're able, we were able to make this work. And yeah, hopefully life calms down for us a little bit more. We can make it more uh more habitual. Absolutely. The, la- the last pod actually had 26 listens. I saw. So uh, the people want more. People there want we go. more. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Episode 51's in the books. I'm not gonna say join us next week, but join us soon for episode 52.